chapter 14. It's a very good scripture, boys and girls. It's awesome. And the Lord, now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Thank God. When God promises something, He's going to show it to you. And I will make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. See how you get greatness, folks? Not with a sword, with a command. I'll make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that cursed thee. And these shall all the families of the earth be blessed. The kids read tonight, today, that all the nations of the earth be blessed. God, I want to bless your family this morning. Lord Jesus, bless the family like you promised. Bless every home like you just said you would. I'm asking you right now, Jesus, to send your blessings. God, from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet, when we go home, Bless our cupboards. Bless our carpet, our chairs. Bless our garden. Bless everything we touch through Abraham. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. Now I want to preach to you about an all-nation church. An all-nation church. The word church means ecclesia, called out once. People that God called out of the sea of humanity. God used the parable of fishermen went fishing, cast his net, and brought home the fishes. And he told Peter, I'm going to make you fishes of men. Now, many of you don't understand that there are over 192 nations recognized officially in the United Nations of the world. The official count is 192 nations. There are actually 7 billion plus people on this earth. Would you believe there are over 193 countries on earth that are recognized as sovereign states? And there are on this earth over 6,900 distinct known language in this modern world. We're in a complex world. I don't know how often time you've seen the rainbow. Beautiful scenery. It's not just artistry, but there are seven distinct colors that form the rainbow. And officially, the World Research Center know there are seven continents that comprise a world. Every color represents a continent. But it all started when God said, let us make man. And God had an idea. And God took a lump of clay, spat on the ground, that's my version of it, pick it up, spoke to it, to get up, and Adam stood up. He breathed into him the breath of life. They were good friends. Then God noticed Adam is lonely. God gave him a wife called Eve. And in fact, Adam called her Eve. And uh, they had kids. And 
their kids grew and have more kids and have more kids and have more kids until the earth was populated chapter 6 of Genesis the earth was filled with them and they got pretty offbeat and the Bible says a flood came and only Noah's family alone survived in those days you live to be 969 years old so you think you'll live because you're 40 you haven't lived yet you haven't got started yet <laughs> they live to be 969 years old that's Methuselah the longest lived being in those days there were no borders there were no nationalities there was one family that multiplied in the people the earth was a family of people that's why God spoke to Abram like that because there were no nations there were families amen and God said now no, your family, your immediate family, lived for me and the rest of us went the wrong way. So let's, let's destroy the whole thing. And now, thank God I didn't destroy the whole thing. You're here because of Him. We're all survivors. We're survivors. We survive because of Noah. We are the offspring of Noah. Noah and eight people in a boat. So you're all boat people, you know. That you you came off the boat. You always know that. You came off the boat. Amen. You're a boat people. The person beside you, you're a boat person. You came off the boat. You survived the boat. Amen. And God, God began to let them go. Say, go guys, go scatter on the earth. And they didn't want to do it. They built themselves a nice little tower. And the tower was to get to heaven like, you know, you heard about the eagle have landed. Well, that was their goal, to go up there and hide from God. And God said, that's confusion. I'm going to stop that. And bang, and God gives them an idea. And everybody starts speaking the language we all speak today. Can you believe the language you're speaking today goes way back to a man called Noah? Noah can't speak the languages you're speaking. He doesn't even know it. Can't talk it. Never heard of it before. He died before it happened. But God gave all these languages that you hear. God gave them to man. Think of it. Today we got 6,900 distinct languages. And they didn't evolve. It was instamatic. Bang! They start talking it. And would you believe that three boys and their wives are responsible for all of us? Shem... Ham and Japheth. And would you believe they're responsible for these continents? Because God told them, no longer will you have just one language. No longer are you all going to look alike. I'm going to spread you guys around the earth. And so God divided the language. God divided up the land. And the divisions start coming to play. And since that time, we spread all across the earth. You know, the, the Semitic people stay in North Africa, we call it Middle East today. And Ham went towards Africa. And the Japhethites went towards Europe. And those are the major countries that brought the rest of the world into existence. And, you know, they were, they were a boat people. They traveled. You know, Sir Francis Drake, Christopher Columbus, Queen Isabel, and all these, all these dignitaries that really left scars on the earth. They did their thing. And here we are today spread around the world. 
And then God told Abraham, I'm going to bless the families of the earth if you will come and follow me. And the world can do what they feel like, live the way they want to, but you just follow me. And God pulled Abraham out from Syria, think of it, and gave him a new name, Abraham, mean father of nations. And then God told him, if you walk and follow me and keep my covenant, I'm going to bless you and bless anybody who came in contact with you and make your children an offspring of blessing, of inheritance, etc. And then finally God gave him one son called Isaac and said, I want that boy. That's not Moriah. And Abraham don't know it, but in chapter 14, God is testing Abraham, but not just testing him. He was preparing for future prophetic errors to take place. Now, here's God calling Abraham's son, thine only son. You know Ishmael was born first, but God called Isaac your only begotten son. Hello? And asked him to offer him up, and I could see the knife coming down on Isaac, and God said, don't do it. It stopped him. Here's the loving father offering his son. And then God said, don't do it. And then God said, look over there, there's a ram. He took the ram in, and he said, he said, God said, he said, uh, Jehovah Jireh. Two things happen right here, church. A prophetic word. Jehovah Jireh means the Lord would provide himself the sacrifice and not your son. That means God planned to one to become a son and become the sacrifice. That's what he's saying. And he said, it shall be said, <clears throat> in this mountain it shall be seen. In other words, everybody's going to see Calvary as the place where the only begotten Son was offered up. Not spared, but offered up. Not spared like Isaac, but literally offered up. And then the Bible said, Abraham, the blessing that's coming upon all the families of the earth it's not because I told you that, but because of what you did. When you obeyed my voice and you offered up your son, the blessing is coming because of the submission of the son. The son submit to a death. And that death would bring blessing. Can you imagine that? How can a death bring blessing? It's morning time. But God was looking way down the road. And to make a long story short, and the angel Gabriel showed up to Mary and said, Mary, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and he shall be called the only begotten son of the Father, full of grace and truth. And God, God, watched that boy grow and grow till he was of age, ready to die. Amen, age 30, he came to his ministry. Age 33, he's about to be killed like Isaac was to be killed. And then Jesus said, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Can't say praise the Lord. Now, what is he saying here? Ah, I'm going to be dead, but my death will be a blessing to all the world. And when I die, I'm cutting this short here for just for you guys' sake. Amen. He said, look, uh, when, when, when I die and I'm lifted up, all men, all, not some, all men 
Hallelujah. Shall be drawn unto me. Let's worship God right now. But here's the beauty in a nutcase here. Very compressed form. Jesus died. The Bible said, From one blood, God made all nations. I don't care what your ethnic pride is or your cultural pride is. I don't care what your mommy that daddy told you. God said, from one blood, he made all nations. You do not belong to the monkey tribe or the monkey blood type. You came from the God type. You've got the image of God. Now, if you got an image of a monkey, you were in the wrong place to be cut up by a doctor or something like that. But God made you in His image. After His likeness. When you look in the mirror, you're seeing the image reflection of your God. That's how He looked, just like you look. That's how He can think like you can think. Because you got the faculties of God. God raised you above the animal kingdom. Praise the Lord. And from one blood, He made all... Nations. That's why we can have blood transfusion and it works. But you can't transfuse the blood of an animal into a human being. You can't cross that line. It's not going to work. Because that's not of my kind. It's not of our pedigree. But God said from one blood, He made all nations. That means way in the loins of Adam was all the genetic numbers to make it happen. Amen. And so God says, don't, don't you ever think that God is like unto idols. No, no. God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship God in spirit and truth. Now, before Jesus died, Amen, He talked about He's going to reach the whole world. Where did He come from? Where was He born? In the center of the earth. The center of the earth is not Rome. It's not New York. It's not Paris. It's Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the gate to every continent. And it makes sense that God should put His babe in a manger somewhere in the center of our earth. Because that's where the center of attention is going to be. And that's where the center of attention is today. The whole world is worried about this cup of trembling in the hand of the nations. Jerusalem. What are we going to do with it? Canada's ten times bigger than Jerusalem. And Canada's not as popular as Jerusalem is. Hello. Everybody wants Jerusalem. But here's what Jesus says. He said when he came from the dead, Go in all the world. But Lord, where shall we start? From the center of the world. In the center of Jerusalem. He said, go in all the world, no sin, guys, and teach all nations. Now, I don't care what your political persuasion is. And I don't care what your political leader teaches you. And what your mama and your daddy said, but God said, all nations, all nations are going to have access to the preaching of the gospel. This gospel shall be preached in all the world. Not some of the world. I don't care who's in charge of that country. 
I don't care how many guns they have. I don't care how many spies they've got. How many, uh, whatever they do to stop people from preaching. It's not going to prevent what God said is going to happen. This gospel shall be preached to all nations. All the blocking and the jamming with the whatever they got, and not all the CIA's and the CSIS and all the KGB's and the and the genocide and suicide. They can't stop it. God said, "This gospel shall be preached in all the world, every nation, every continent." I told you how many languages they are. I don't care how weird you think the language is. God said, "I can still put my gospel in that language." Because ten thousands are their tongues, but all their joy is going to be one. Because there's only one Lord, one faith, one gospel, one baptism, one God who's above all. And every nation shall see Him. Every eye shall see Him. The earth shall see Him. The kings of the earth shall see Him. And every layman will be recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord. I don't care what language you speak, my friend, or what language you sing it in, it's going to be the same. Jesus Christ is Lord. I don't care if you call him Yeshua or Yahweh, he's still Lord. Let's praise the Lord right now. Come on. In him shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. No country can stop this gospel from being preached. And I'm going to tell you, Fidel Castro in a few days will be dead. Hitler is dead. Stalin is dead. Lenin is dead. Mao Zedong is dead. And all the political foes that will try to stop the gospel, Herod, Caesar, they're all dead. Churchill is dead. But Jesus said, I'm alive for how long? I'm alive for? For what? And the gates of hell shall not, will not, cannot prevail against the preaching of the gospel. You may lock up a missionary, but the word of God is not bound. Word of God is still free. I'm trying to tell you, you can't shut it out. You can't rub it out. You can't constitution it out. You can't kill it out. It's going to be here and the Bible, it's called the everlasting gospel. Democracy came and will go. Republicans came and will go. NDP come and will go. But the gospel is forever settled in heaven. I'm trying to tell you, honey, God told Abraham, all nations are going to be blessed. I don't care how poor they are. I don't care if they're barefooted. I don't care if they live in touch houses. I don't care if they live in some Congo lawn. Amen. Some skid row in Canada. They are going to be blessed when the gospel is preached. Blessing follow the gospel. It's in the name of Jesus that healing takes place. It's in the name of Jesus that you get your name in the book of life. It's in the name of Jesus that you rise to the tree of life. The gospel will cross every boundary. Hello? They can stop me from going to USA. They can. And say, you got no visa. They can call me Persona Grata. But they can't stop the everlasting gospel. 
Russia couldn't stop it. The UN can't stop it. Africa can't stop it. The Caribbean can't stop it. Europe can't stop it. Not even you can't stop it. Violent husbands can't stop it. Rebellious kids can't stop it. Bad, mad wives can't stop it. Doctors can't cut it up. Police can't keep it out. I'm trying to tell you, firemen can't quench it out. This gospel going to preach because God said, I'm going to bless all nations. All nations going to be blessed. And I'm going to bless nations through the loins of Abraham. Hallelujah. I'll say this morning in the book of Acts. Go to the book of Acts. You'll find chapter 1. It tells you Jesus Christ is alive. He's alive and well. This is what God was promising Abraham. He was promising him the coming of a Messiah, not Isaac, but Jesus Christ. Christ is that seed. In thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. I'm telling you, honey, I don't care what your nationality is, God prophesied blessing for you. <coughs> Hello? If you could just find out what Abraham believed, and Abraham believed in one God. I said Abraham believed in one God. And Abraham didn't go down to Sodom's king. Amen. He went over the king Melchizedek. We're not three gods and four gods and five gods. We're one God. I don't care what you believe, honey. There's only one God. That's how we believe. One God. There are two or three or five more. There's only one God. And there'll always be one God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care if you believe in Isaac or Ishmael. They all believe in one God too. That's what Abraham taught them. But this gospel will cross every ethnic barriers. Every linguistic barriers. Every color barriers. Every cultural barriers. Every custom barriers. Every race barriers. Every social status barriers. Every national pride barriers. Every continent barriers will be crossed. Every political persuasion will be crossed. Every borders will have to open up to the gospel. I'm trying to tell you, Jesus Christ says it's going to be preached in all the world because He will not come until every nation on her, on this earth, hear the gospel. That means nobody's going to stop His coming. And the only way He can stop His coming is to prevent the preaching of the gospel. But John said, I saw Him coming with the clouds, uh, coming from the east towards Jerusalem and Mount of Olives. Uh, I'm trying to tell somebody, my friend, your nation is blessed because of Jesus. Not because of politics. Not because of your presidents or your language. But because of Jesus. In Him shall all the earth be blessed. Praise God. The whole gospel for the whole world. Hello? we got some church in the States. If you're the wrong color, you can't go there. I think they're stupid. Hello? I want to ask them in hell, what color are they? Hello? In the grave, what color are they? There are some people that can't speak their language. You don't belong. Honey, God said, I'm breaking down every walls. 
every partition. When you come in this church, nation shall not lift up swords against nation. In his church, you beat your swords into plowshares. In his church, you turn your spears into pruning hooks. It's all in the world. you got weapon of war, and you learn war. But when you come to the church, there is peace like a river. Oh, hallelujah. There's no peace without the Prince of Peace. There's no joy without the Lord. Oh, there's no gladness until you come into the house of the Lord. There's no sadness in this house. Why? Because the gospel is preached in all your heart. And when you get the gospel, you get the whole gospel of Jesus Christ. Why do we have peace? Why do we have joy? Why are we happy? It become our political persuasion? No. Our intellectualism? No. Our ethnocentricity? No. Because we are in the Abrahamic promise. Hallelujah! The whole gospel to the whole world. I like it. I'm telling you, friend, there is no black church. There is no white church. There's no Indian church. There's no Filipino church. There's no Russian church. There's no Italian church. Religion, yes, but there's only one church, one body, one faith, one hope of your calling to Him and my friend, and all their joys are one. I'm trying to tell somebody, I'm in the Abrahamic promises. I'm in the Abrahamic covenant. I've got the one God that is served. Jehovah Jireh is Jesus Christ Senior, not Jehovah Junior. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Help me shout hallelujah. Praise God. This gospel must be preached in all the world. Are you glad? Acts chapter 2. <coughs> all nations were there. Represented. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 1, they're all Jews. But Acts chapter 2, all of a sudden, a unit, a unit started. Been on the Tower of Babel. They're all there. God knows what to do. Hello. Hello. Hallelujah. And now, you think missionaries have a hard time? No, no, you're alive. Jesus gives them power over all those things. He said, this gospel shall be preached. They said, don't preach in that name. Well, that's how you curse a country. You watch country that will not let the gospel hand. They suffer. They have hard times. And watch those who let the gospel hand. They're blessed by God. The nation that forget God shall be turned into hell. What happens to the nation whose God is the Lord? Not just God's, but God. There's only one God. And one God and one mediator between God and man. That's the man Christ Jesus. And the Bible said He's come to give us an understanding that we might know Him. Hey, this church is blessed. We are blessed coming in, blessed going out, blessed standing up, blessed laying down, blessed getting. We are blessed all over, honey. And blessed days are yet to come. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We shall mount up with wings like eagles. We shall run and not go weary. I'm trying to tell you, when you put your trust in the gospel, it's the best pill you'll ever have. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Shout somebody, hallelujah.
Praise God. Go to all the world. Acts chapter 2. All nations hurt. Acts chapter 8. Hello? Samaria hurt. God didn't stop there. Acts chapter 8. Africa hurt. And Ethiopian hurt. Hello? Hallelujah. God said that Ethiopian came by because God promised Ethiopian way back in Jeremiah that if they continued, He would bless them. Hallelujah. Now, if they want to go contrary to God, that's their problem. They want to poverty. But God promised them blessing through the, the gospel. Amen. And so, God didn't stop there. He went to a European, an Italian man. Amen. A man from Caesarea. He was an Italian man. God visited him in chapter 10. Praise God. Shock even the bias and the cultural stupidity of the some believers who said, Well, you went down and talked to those Europeans and told them the gospel. What's wrong? And Peter said, Who am I to, to stop God from doing what he wants to do? Hallelujah. Chapter 11. They said, Well, my God, the Gentiles got it. Gentiles mean all the nations. Thank God. He's building an all-nation church. And then God said, I'm not satisfied with that. I'm going to spread my wings a little further. i got to go to Asia. Hallelujah. Raise an apostle Paul, born in Turkey. And said, now, boy, don't eat turkey. Preach the turkeys. <laughs> Whoa, hallelujah. Came to Ephesus, right in Turkey, and started to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. He started preaching. Diana is not God. She ain't, and she will never be God. Let me preach to you Jesus Christ and shut down the shrines and shut on the crafts and brought in Jesus Christ his name glorified. And they began to believe. He says, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Unto what then were you baptized? In what name were you baptized? Church, that's still, amen, the entry requirement question. What do you believe? What have you conceived? Uh, what tongues do you talk in? My friend, it doesn't matter what church you go to. He depopulated the false churches. And they all came to his church. And they got mad. Church, because the city is mad at the gospel, nobody can stop it. Hello? When they crucified Jesus, they did not kill his dreams. Hello? Jesus was like Joseph. Now, church, Joseph had a coat, I believe, that had seven colors in it. Many colors. Hello? Hello? And they stripped him, like they stripped Jesus. And they took that coat, listen to me now, of many colors, rip it up, tore it up, and dip it in blood. Now my question now, if you dip my coat of many colors in blood, what color is it now? Please tell me, please. Red. You're all red in this church today. Adam means red. Jerk. We, by one blood, have been grafted back to God by the death of one man. One man sinned and many became sinners. And one man did righteously 
and many were made justified. That's the gospel. Every nation need to know, don't worship that silly cow. Put him on your plate and eat him. Hello? Hello? Every nation need to know, eat pork. There's nothing wrong with it. You're going to die anyhow. Hello? Hello? Every vegetarian need to know, if that's all you eat and nothing else, then you're weak, the Bible says. Remember, they're weak, stuck to vegetables. And those that are intelligent eat meat and everything else. God said if they give it with thanksgiving. I'm telling you the truth. The gospel said you're free from, from lies. The gospel said you're free. Whom the Son set free is what? Free indeed. Amen. And free from needs. Can God supply all by entitled need? Through Jesus Christ. This gospel brings forth an all-nation church. And this church will not be complete until we become an all-nation church. Let's all stand. This church, he says, John says, and I saw them. I saw them. Not on earth, but in heaven. What do you see, John? From every nation, kindred, and tongue. What does it say in chapter 1 and verse 8 of Revelation? It says, Unto him that loved us and washed us huh, in his own blood and redeemed us from every nation, every kindred, every tongue, and made us kings and priests unto God. Oh, hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. I don't care where you go. If I go to Africa, I go to Europe, I go, they all look different from me, and I look from them, but we have one bond. We have one bond. The name of Jesus. That blood tie is stronger than skin and more powerful than sin. It's greater than race, but not greater than grace. Come on, somebody. The gospel teach is not about skin. It's about sin. The gospel teach is not about human race. It's about divine grace. I'm trying to tell somebody, when you come to church, don't bring a culture. Don't bring your linguistic hang-ups. Don't bring a custom here. Don't bring your continence problem. Or your political persuasion. I know people quarrel in church over politics. Amen. And all those border situations. It falls at the cross. At the cross, I bury it all. You're not brown, you say you can stick around. You're not white, you're all right, stick around. I'm trying to tell you, you're not black, don't step back. Come on, honey. You're in the church of the rainbow. Come on, church. God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not a black preacher. I'm a spiritual preacher. Come on, Sarah. You ain't no white saint. You're just an ordinary saint. We're kings and priests. Come on. I'm trying to tell somebody. If I stay with my culture, I'll be lost. Because God called Abraham out of that quagmire. That's what he did. Read your Bible. In chapter 10 is the origin of nations. Chapter 11, give it the background of that. Chapter 10, they had one language. 
one common problem, sin, confusion. And God said, Abraham, I'm going to pull you out. Come on, come on, come on out. God pulled you out. I want to tell you, honey, your mama and papa may not serve God, but God called you out. Your husband and wife may not serve God, but God called you out. Don't you forget, God told Abraham, leave the land of your nativity. Don't give me that biographical, geographical mess. Leave it. And aim for a promised land. Don't tell me about your city, how you love your city. i got a better city for you. Who builder and founder is God. Don't talk to me about your Babel kingdom. i got a kingdom of my friend that will go forever and forever. That's God called out one's church. You're in the right place, my friend. Every place you put your foot in, days to come and be yours. God said, come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And this gospel of God will give you rest. Come on, come on to Jesus. Come as you are. Drop your culture. Drop all those political persuasion. And say, like Naomi, if I perish, I perish. But I'm coming with you. I want your God. And God said, Abraham, anybody who stand with you. Be blessed. I'm so glad. We sing a song. John saw them coming. They were numberless. They were what? From every nation, every kindred, every tongue. That's conflict came from. We had flags from every country in the world. There's a United Pentecostal church there. Preaching the gospel. We're not hang up on size. God didn't go down to Ethiopia and preach to all of them. He preached to one Ethiopian. He says, your job to go back and tell them what I did for you. In Samaria, that's exactly what he did. He touched one woman and she did the right thing. She published it. Would you bow your heads right now? If you're ashamed of this gospel, then you're ashamed of your blessing. This gospel must be preached in your house before Jesus come. This gospel must be preached to your family before Jesus come. Said Andrew to his brother, we have found him. Today is a day of revelation, discovery. This gospel is bigger than me. I go to countries where people speak different languages from me, look different from me, and our joy is one. They can sing song. I don't know the words, but I can feel the spirit, the power of the gospel, the unifying theme that brings us together. Is there somebody here this morning, God giving you the gospel message, that you need to open up to. You need to open up to the gospel and realize there is no other gospel. God told the Galatians that. You know what the Galatians are? Asians. Amen. There is no other what? Gospel. And the last person to preach this gospel would be an angel around the world. One more time. Lord, we thank you this night, this morning, rather, 
that in Abraham I feel blessed. Because from Abraham came Jesus Christ. And he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men, bar none. None left behind the one one to be left behind. Lord Jesus, in this service I pray that every family here 